Welcome to Ghost Watch 2017. My name is Coriander Dickinson, and I have a podcast about common writer ghost called Ghost Watch 2016. Uh, I've asked a couple of my friends, Adam Wasserman, hello, and Alexi Peppers, hi, to review and give me feedback on my podcast. So that is the start of episode twenty. Episode, episode twenty, 20. steamed greens. Nailed it again. <laughs> Flawless. Yeah, that seemed like a good that was, one. That, by our standards, that was excellent. In episode 20 of Common Rider Ghost, we rapidly cut back and forth between several locations and save our friends with the power of friendship. I don't remember anything based on that. Or it being called Steamed Greens. I'm assuming maybe Green Gnome, the generic green ganma, is back. Correct. Or so that doesn't, this doesn't involve like any dreamland or ganma hell. There's a little bit of ganma hell. It is a very unmemorable episode. I can understand why you would forget it. This is the fewest amount of notes I've ever written. Hmm. Well, take us through. What about the, what about the theme song? Ah, uh, it's, but it's wrong. <laughs> it's out of date. It's not out of date yet, it just will be. Reject Sony R&D. I'll stand. Hand over heart. Magic ghost shirts, pokeballs, and fanny packs. And despite never leaving, Coriander is back. The bestest host that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say with this replay. Join Adam and Alexi in this meta fun, rehashing a show that still isn't done. Enjoy the unseen with Ghost Watch 2017. I want to make a joke about how we're changing the the theme song to be more inclusive, but it already is, yeah. so I just can't make it work. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, workshop. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, see. The Canadian national anthem involves standing, but putting your arms at your sides. Whereas the American one involves like hand on heart or maybe even saluting if you're feeling sassy. Uh, <laughs> but many people insist on doing the hand over the heart for the Canadian anthem, which is not necessary. Like, geez, tone it down. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's true. It's why not, do you love your country so much? Canadian to be Stop it. Patriotic. <laughs> I have, it's like, you know how when you're a little kid, you, well, I don't know if this is true of everyone, I guess, but like, I don't have long, huge amounts of memory of when I was really little. I just have like moments that I remember and they're all very random of like, why is that something I remember clearly when the rest of my childhood is a blur? But I can just clearly remember back when I lived in Sundry, when I was even small, uh, just like standing outside with a bug net, catching butterflies, and just loudly singing the Canadian anthem. <laughs> just like over and over again. If I finished it, I started again. That's beautiful. Did you sing the whole thing <laughs> in English and French? Not French. I've never known any of the French version. Okay. I know it in three different languages, but only I only know like three different parts in, in each language. Because I know it in Ukrainian, wow. French, and English, but because I went to a trilingual elementary school, but we would sing like the first part in Ukrainian, and then the next part in French, and the last part in English. I have never Man, heard like of anyone doing of, that. Yeah, it's I don't I don't know that I actually know the whole thing in English. To be honest with you guys, I get anxiety now whenever I 
have the anthem come up because I'm worried I'll forget the words. That's never happened. But I do get anxious about it because I don't sing the anthem very often. Anymore. I just avoid any uh, event where anthem th singing would uh, occur. So problem solved. Yeah, I always get mixed up on the American one. Like I remember the Pledge of Allegiance just fine, but I don't remember what order things go in in the American one. The Canadian one's fine. It's simple. I know the USSR is in English from when Stalin was in charge. Hmm. I lived I lived in the States for a year. Oh, okay. And uh yeah, that they make you say that. the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag and sing the national anthem hand on heart. I'm not surprised that Alexi knows the USSR anthem though, all things considered. Yeah, apparently they only changed the words and the tune is still the same for the Russian national anthem. I was going to say because she's a Russian spy as as was as, uh, established last week after the podcast ended. I think yeah, that was after the podcast. Yeah. It's, it's not on a record, Adam. You have to get her to admit it on record. <laughs> well, I'm saying she's getting closer. I admit nothing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway. Tell me where the fish man is, Alexi. What have you done? <laughs> oh, she would totally kill. In Common Rider Ghost. She, she would kidnap oh, that ahead. fish man. Oh, hell yeah. I would kidnap the cute Russian scientist first. Oh. I would just kidnap Doug Jones, maybe as Saru, because I love the way he like dangles his arms behind him when he walks. Not sure if y'all are watching Star Trek. Uh, uh, I was context clues. I was figuring that was probably the Star yeah. Trek. I want to. I just haven't started yet. Mm -hmm. they, they've got him up on like just a slight heel, I guess, like an extension okay. and then he leans back and does like a big lanky arm sway behind himself when he walks which i'm sure doug is very good at yes it's very fluid i love doug jones <laughs> anyways yeah. anyway there are 69 days left nice <laughs> nice <laughs> and i was very glad that ghostwatch 2016 crew also observed 69 days nice um Really, that was the highlight of the episode. <laughs> that was oh. like the first thing that happened. This no, it's not true. Happens. Onari had a cute toque with a big pom-pom. That was the best part. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me to be here, I mean, at this point, you know how this goes. Uh, yes, tell but us more about Onari. Welcome to Onari Watch 2017. There wasn't a whole lot this time, other than he, he continued to just be very concerned about his head getting painted mm -hmm. and so people called him conceited but i still stand by the fact that if if you know your brain is in there so i would also be concerned about someone replacing my brain case with abstract art you might not notice it might be a perception thing like once your brain is warped like you can't that's the scary thing about it <laughs> anyways uh, anyway uh, I mean, there was a cool moment that was kind of funny where Igor, because he continues his plan and uh, <laughs> calls a board meeting so the president can be like, I'm here to announce, you know, you're all going to listen to this guy. And Igor is just standing there in his full steampunk uniform. Have we talked about the president's name? No, because I don't think they've revealed his name yet on the show. No, I don't think he has a name. His name is Steve Bills. Which is the best. No way. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's like they made it very white 
but also like referencing two different corporate overlords. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I did note that their company name, unless it's the plot name, it was kind of hard to tell what was being projected was Deep Connect. That is the company name. Yeah, which just made me think of all those Connect 4 memes that I've been seeing recently. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I wish those had been a thing during... I'm sure we would have called the company Connect 4 if that meme had yeah. been prevalent at the time. Oh, it was great. This was another episode where it was very much dated to precisely when it came out, because... Uh, the Pokemon yeah. Go had just introduced Egg Pokemon and Holiday Pikachu. It was like this flashback of, oh, I know exactly where I was and what I was doing when this episode came out. It's <laughs> like when Kennedy was shot. <laughs> um, yeah, what were you doing when Kennedy was shot, Alexi? Uh, negative. God knows what. <laughs> I don't, yeah, was he, what, 76? I don't know what year he was shot in. I think it was 76. I think it was 60-something. 60? 60-something? I don't know. 60-something. <laughs> All decades before I was born. 1963. Oh, I was born in 76, oh. so I have an alibi. So I was negative 30. So I was I was more unexisting than I am existing now. Hmm. Can't, it's, it's bulletproof. <laughs> that alibi. All right. Yeah. One me, man. <laughs> Let's see what else. The postman showed up and he got a name. I don't know if he had ever gotten a name before, but his name was Andera. Hmm. Noted. Yeah. I, I, you guys didn't mention it, maybe because there's not any kind of obvious joke version of that, you know, to work with. So we were always calling him Mr. Mailman. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is a better name. It's it's kind of like the busy world of Richard Scary, where people's names are what they do. <laughs> right. <laughs> like sweat. Or yeah, <laughs> wear different colored clothing. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> or be pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Man, I mean, like I'm bad with names and have some face blindness. Life would be easier if everyone was just identified by a name. It was just like the predominant color of their clothing. Seems like that would get confusing real fast. Well, I was thinking we'd have to get really good with our color names. Like, we'd all just be encyclopedic about the whole, like, Pantone color <laughs> library. Mm. But wouldn't that be cool? Because then your name would be, like, Taupe. Space Purple. Mm. Cannon follows Elaine around and employs this tactic of, like, I will just follow him and annoy him until he gives me my brother back, which was... A pretty nice way to her for her to kind of acknowledge her own strengths and work with them. <laughs> Bulletproof plan. <laughs> and we continue to have the thing where there's this logic versus friendship where the KMS is advocating how friendship has no place in logic and Takeru's all like, no, friendship is the ultimate power over everything, which has always annoyed me as a plot point, though it's not as bad in this because we do have Akari, so it's not like 100% just that science and logic is is bad and emotion and friendship is good. Mm. Still. Still. Uh, The white-clothed lady in in Gnome, Gone My Hell. I believe her name is Aaliyah. Aaliyah, yeah. Princess Aaliyah. So that's interesting. I had been assuming also, skipping to 
some stuff at the end, no, not the important thing. I thought that she was probably dead since mm. she had never shown up and seemed important. Uh, and also was a woman, to be honest. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, she's probably dead. <laughs> but uh, hey, she's not. She's in the, the final scene. So uh, it'll be interesting when she actually starts showing up. She makes like one small badass contribution and then is yeah. mostly just a prop. Yeah, really. Well, darn. Yeah. Don't, Sorry. don't put any eggs in that basket. Paint Gamo is still around. I I hate him. What? That's I don't really know why. QB is lovely. Is it is it bad that when he, when he took a hit and looked like he was dead, I was like, huh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, that is bad. What's wrong All right. with you? I thought it might be. <laughs> He's there to prove that ghost aliens and humans can be friends. Just everything about him is annoying. He's like a child. He's four years old. Let's pretend. Yeah. Well, okay. I hate I hate children. So <laughs> I did not know that about you, or I would not have would not have you know presented to me that way in my defense. <laughs> At least you're not concealing it. It's not personal. This <laughs> is all children. <laughs> Unfortunately for me, QB, if that's what he ends up being called. I hate that he has a name because that means that he's going to be around even more. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. <laughs> he is not dead, which I guess I should have seen coming because I was already pissed off in my notes because he gets all shot. And he has a dramatic death scene, which I was just like, fuck's sake, I don't just kill him. Move on. But then he doesn't dissolve. And I'm like, every other Ganma dissolved. Is this just them doing plot stuff? But no, it's because he's fine. Whatever. <laughs> there is a cool moment. That is nice. They do wrap up another plot that was kind of annoying, which was the whole Makoto um, yeah. spectrum thing. And the way they wrap it up was pretty great in that Canon and Takeru just like hold onto his arms and yell about how they love him. And then Nobunaga hoodie forcibly ejects Necrom out of the belt and throws it back to Elaine. Hmm. So that was cool. And there's just this really long punch and kick fight. Yep. 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 Just punching and kicking. Just like after after a certain amount of time, it's just like you don't even need to pay attention to the fights. Yeah. No. It's just it's true. visual noise. Usually I kind of like their fights because there's explosions and the jackets and like stuff. But this was just like they were taking turns kind of just kicking each other and falling into conveniently placed boxes. Hmm. <laughs> There wasn't even, like, no one was up on a wire doing, like, a high, you know, fly-in kick. It was just normal kicks and punches. Yeah, so. I don't I don't understand the uh, budget distribution of this TV show. No. This specific one, based on the amount of, like, CG effects they use, but then they cheap out on some, like, practical choreography things that would be, you know, slightly spicy and interesting. But eventually they tag team mess up Elaine enough that he does an anime laugh and starts to activate his true power. And then he gets an email. <laughs> it's like, all right, bye, guys. <laughs> and then they just backload the like last five minutes of this episode with a whole bunch of important plot points. Yeah. Makoto's body is in Ganma world, which raises so many questions that they don't answer. 
which obviously they don't because there's only like three more minutes and they do that with more reveals. But yeah, I, I also, in, in line with Ghostwatch 2016, don't understand, like, does that mean, is he supposed to be some kind of ghost specter, like, astral projection? But then it seems like everyone has always been able to see him and, like, is he just really good at projecting himself, I guess? It just, I, I'm confused about what this means. I think he's like Igor in that he can appear to people. Yeah. But maybe he doesn't think that he can disappear or they don't think that's worth mentioning. I still don't think the show like really thinks this sort of thing through. No. And then Gramps shows up and is apparently a magistrate. Magistrate Edith. And then it's got to be Gramps, even though, you know, he has hair and stuff. I guess it doesn't have to be, but it's just, they treat it as a dramatic reveal. It was funny, dun, dun, dun. because I am very bad with faces, I uh, am always very, like, uh, reluctant to definitively in a TV show or something be like, oh, that person's that person, like, because it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate when the show, like, really clearly projects, like, oh, this is a big reveal, because then I'm like, oh, it, it does have to be Gramps, because if this was just a guy who looked kind of like Gramps, they wouldn't be making a big deal out of it. Now I don't have to go Google this, which is what I had to do with, like, Arrival, where I got people's faces confused and had to stop the film. There's, like, three characters in Arrival. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, in the very one beginning... One of them's female, and one of them's Chinese. No, in the yeah. very beginning... One of them's black. a bunch of skins. With the main character and her daughter, and there's like slices of their life, and I couldn't tell the face of her and her daughter apart, so I didn't know what was happening to who. And like, they're of very spo- different spoiler, ages. Spoiler for the first five minutes of arrival. She's, her daughter's a child. Her daughter only ever gets to be like 10. No. Huh. Her daughter gets to be like an She's old. She's like, one. what, Natalie Portman? Who was in that? I don't know, but she gets she gets old enough that I couldn't tell the difference. And then in the first like ten minutes of the film, uh, dies the daughter dies in a hospital. Hey, want to make like, a baby? I, I couldn't tell if the mom had died or the daughter had died, and it was just very confusing. And I had to stop the movie. Wow, ah, that's rough, huh? But then I looked it up and I was like, oh, all right, thank you. Beginning of the Wikipedia plot summary. And then I turned it back on and I enjoyed the film. <laughs> okay, good going. You know, I don't know if it would have made a difference to your enjoyment of the film if either one of them had died. Well, it would have confused me and that confusion would have lingered. Hmm. So I'm, I'm, But I'm thankful that Kamen Rider Ghost telegraphed this as a reveal. Because hmm. even if it turns out to not be Gramps, then I think I'm going to be on the same page as people were. In that case, they're going to be setting up as like, haha, we made you think it was Gramps, and now it's like his cousin, Steve. <laughs> his cousin, not Edith. Steve, not Steve Bates or whatever. <laughs> Steve Bills? Yeah. yeah, Bates would be interesting. An interesting choice to go with. Mm-hmm. A very yeah. different series about murder and ghosts. <laughs> Norman Bates is the character from Psycho. Just, uh, yes, that's okay. where I'm going. Damn it. I thought, I was like, no, I understand, but I didn't. Because no. I thought that Bates was from the one with the stabby knife. Yeah. Psycho. That's the, the one with the stabby knife. Or Bates Motel, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, so I was right. 
Psycho, well, then, the scene with the shower, stabby knife. Oh, okay. When you said it, I of the one with the charismatic sociopath man. Yes. Who likes business cards. No, that's American Psycho. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. I, maybe Stabby Knife is uh, a little. No, Stabby Knife involved an axe. I've, I haven't <laughs> seen it, but it, what is it? Christian Bale? Yeah, there's an axe, there's a chainsaw. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know think there's a Stabby Knife. No, no, no. Stabby Knife is the, the music stinger. I just got confused. That... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got confused. I think you're thinking a twisted nerve. We've all figured it out at this point. <laughs> This does not need to be nervous from Kill Bill. <laughs> also, also, quiet. <laughs> also, I always like make a, a good movie twist at him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I get it. They're both Bernard Harriman. Well done. Good job. I made Adam happy at least. <laughs> and that's the <laughs> hardest uh, task of all. <laughs> well, I am like Sisyphus. <laughs> I understand that reference. <laughs> mm. Only other note is that in Ghostwatch 2016, there's a there's a call out to fanfic.net, and that's the thing where I was like, I know when this episode came out. Why aren't you reading AO3? Not to not to judge. You can still read fanfic.net if you want, but like the tagging. <laughs> oh, we don't read fanfic.net. Uh, maybe maybe archive of our own, but. Um... I don't really, like, I read light novels. I don't have a lot of time for fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) I like original lit RPG work. Oh, I see. Mm. Don't ever have 10 minutes on the bus. (laughs) I mean, that's fine. But yeah, yeah, so overall, not not the best episode of Come Rider Ghost IMO. It was pretty forgettable except that in the very end there were some plot points but even those like they dropped them out mm-hmm. but it's not like there's been any time to see the fallout of them yet so it kind of just felt like some filler like i feel like Kamen Rider ghost is an interesting case study in like what not to do because a lot of the time you have to in order to figure out what you want you have to see what you don't want mm. just right. like a bunch of exposition in the last five minutes of an episode where nothing happened I believe, however, that this episode fe- featured one of my favorite tokusatsu tropes, which is the main character or characters uh, running towards whatever is trying to kill them, and all the explosions happen behind them because uh, they are righteous and valorous, and so they can <laughs> run faster than whatever's trying to get them, Yeah, even though they're running towards it. And I always appreciate that. Yeah. Like, you've been getting your butt kicked, and then it's like, okay, no, the power of friendship, and now all the explosions are behind me. Yeah. I love that. That was pretty good. That's true. They have explosion budget for days. They never run out of explosion budget. Sometimes it's more than other times, but they've always, they can always squeeze a little bit more explosion out of the sponge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I don't know. I don't know how their budget distribution works because, like, maybe they probably get a really good deal on explosives. Maybe that's just like here's the explosive explosive budget, and here's the plot budget. Oh, we have to put the plot in the last five minute because the explosions are like half an hour. I don't know. It's like that that thing of like, all right, help me balance my budget, please, because we're going broke. I'm spending <laughs> yes. twenty dollars on plot. $30 on character costumes, 
$5,000 on explosions <laughs> and like 25 cents on uh, like, you know, overarching abstract paintings. Yeah, <laughs> Fewer explosions. No. No, that's not an option. Yeah, and it's not, but it it isn't actually in the way of the other things. It just seems to be getting more attention. Maybe kids like that. Oh. Mm. What are kids like? I don't know. Like, the more I watch other series like O's, mm. the more I see what could have been. Yeah. And the more righteous fury I feel <laughs> in in how badly I picked. <laughs> Well, it, 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 was the it could have been the chosen one. <laughs> not blaming you, Adam. I know. It's it's clearly not my fault. Clearly not your fault. <laughs> totally not. I would I would I would reject any attempt at blaming me. Yeah. I I I showed you one thing and you extrapolated. It's not yep. my fault. I know. I took it and ran with it like a nasty football. <laughs> Full of ghosts. <laughs> Touchdown. <laughs> Two years of my life gone. Yep. <laughs> Going to be three years by the time this is done. We are clipping right along. Uh, y'all seems to go fewer places than Kate or I. Speaking of which, I'm going to be gone yeah. next week, but... Uh, that's not really relevant for the time that the broadcast will be happening. Nope. I think that this this will probably come out in like October. <laughs> yeah, I swear. <laughs> Let's make sure and date it. Hey, how's the Olympics going for you guys? The twenty twenty Olympics really well. <laughs> <laughs> Those Tokyo Olympics. Ooh, we are all winning. Yuri on Ice is still being played. Wow. Oh yeah. Dateline 2018. Black Panther is about to be released to theaters. <laughs> Everyone has already decided it's awesome. It's true. Looks good, though. Yeah. And I do still trust Marvel, despite that thing they did. What thing? Doctor Strange? No, Doctor Strange was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Now, now. Ant-Man? Iron Fist. Oh. Oh, that doesn't count. It counts. It exists. They put him in the Defenders. It's like... Well, that's why I didn't watch Defenders. It's like, I like at least three of the heroes in Defenders. Yeah. And I can't watch it. Yeah. Uh, I heard it wasn't that good. I know. Do you know why? (laughs) Because of Iron Fist. (laughs) I I just blocked Iron Fist out of my mind. Oh, it still exists. I know. Also, there's some Inhumans thing, I guess. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I'm not looking forward to the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, they have to I wrap it up. But it. I, I stopped yeah. watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after season two. I'm still watching. They're in the future right now. Cool. Okay. Is cool. it still like at least about as good as it was before? Because I was enjoying it quite a lot. It was like it was kind of garbage, but it was fun yeah. garbage. Yeah, like it's. I feel like it's maintained. Uh, I guess maybe even even a tone. It's kind of like, oh, we might crush someone's chest, but also we'll have funny quips. <laughs> yeah, that's about where I where I stopped. Yeah, that, that season, the chest crushing season, which I really enjoyed. 
It was a good moment. Yeah. <laughs> Real but, character building. I don't. I, I apparently did not see this season. Yeah, well, you checked out. I checked out after t- I gave it two seasons. Uh, mm-hmm. Season two was largely because of Kyle McLaughlin. Mm. Worth it. I love Kyle McLaughlin. Which character? Yep. Is that? He was great. He was great on that show. Much better than it deserved. Yeah, but you still get Clark Gregg. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but Clark Gregg can't like carry the entire show on yeah. his own. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, he asked you, but yes. But I mean, like you still got sometimes Fitzsimmons to fall back on. Yeah. I don't Ugh. know. We I never finished watching uh, Agent Carter. Seriously, Magnon Wen is amazing. Uh, Carter also, I I miss. Uh, it was getting it was getting somewhere. I got halfway through season two on Agent Carter, and I didn't even dislike it. It's just it was still it's just like she shouldn't have to carry the whole show by herself. But but Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis. That's true. Jeeves. <laughs> Darcy. Mr. Darcy. I don't know. Uh, any nitpicks, Adam? No, I just wanted to talk about uh, how I like people running in front of explosions. Mm. And I did. Quality. The All end. right. Then I will call this episode to a close and say thank you to anyone <laughs> listening. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in 2020. Give us, give us uh, a sign. <laughs> please, please, please tell us that the that the future has become a better place. <laughs> Send something back. <laughs> Send back proof of life. Uh, I'm Coriander Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Gold Sarcasmium. And I'm Alexi Peppers. You can find me on Twitter at AM Peppers. Thank you. Bye. Bye.